federal employees. My name is Dallin Hawes, and if you are new here to the plan, your federal benefits channel, welcome. It is great to have you. And consider subscribing because let me tell you what, this community is awesome. The federal employees that are here are committed to getting the most out of their benefits during their career and planning for and enjoying an incredible retirement. So if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely, definitely, definitely consider subscribing and joining this great, incredible community. Today is another questions and answers, and today is a little different. It's more like comment questions and answers, right? But we're going to go over some comments and things that I have gotten over the last few months because I definitely know that it will add some ideas and some value to your life. So let's jump right in. The first is more of a story slash comment, not a question, but I think it is a valuable experience that one federal employee had as he retired that I think will be valuable for you as well. Okay, so he says, hey, Dallin, in your GovExec article on mortgage buy-down, I wrote, I write for GovExec, Gov it's a website, you might do a future article to remind readers of the benefit of their, their retirement relocation. DC metro area feds are in a high cost slash high tax estate market. A modest mortgage debt might disappear along with most taxes if you plan to re relocate to a lower cost area after retirement. When we retired in 2012, after 45 years of government service, we still had about a $200,000 mortgage balance on our house. When we sold our house, we paid off our mortgage and still had ample residual profits to buy a gorgeous and one-third bigger house on the beach in Florida, cash with money left over to put in a pool. Moreover, with no state income tax and lower property tax on our post-retirement net income, our post-retirement net income actually rose by $10,000 over our work net income. Now, I think it is very important to note that this experience, this situation that this Fed had is probably on the extreme side where he was from a very, very high cost, high tax area and moved to a lower cost and lower tax area. It was pretty dramatic, right? And for most other employees, when they make moves in retirement, it probably won't be this dramatic unless you design it to be and you're already in a very high tax, high cost area. Now, as I'm sure you already know, where you live in retirement is just not a financial decision. Finances make a difference, but we want to be close to our kids. We want to be close to your favorite vacation spots. You want to be close to a lot of things, right? And so location is just not about lowering your tax bill. While having lower taxes is nice, I think there is a more comprehensive approach that we need to take when thinking about where to live. That being said, this experience is valuable to learn from to say, hey, in retirement, where could we go? If maybe maybe you're in your spouse that you don't have kids, your your kids are scattered across the country, where do you want to live? And if, if that's a place that is lower tax, lower cost, could you have a higher standard of living, right? There are lots and lots of things that you can consider when thinking about all these options, right? Where maybe you're in a high, t high cost area now, and maybe your pension, social security, all your retirement income will be a little lower than your paycheck was, but maybe if you're in a lower cost area, you'll get more bang from every dollar that you spend, right? So there's lots of things to think about, and I definitely wanted to bring that, this up to you, my community, my audience, so that you have in your brain to think about that it could be a possibility for you in retirement. Now, 
The second question is actually a question, not just a comment, not just a story, right? The second is this. Someone reached out and said, hey, when we retire, how safe is it to put TSP money in an outside the federal service annuities? Now, I've, I've touched on annuities before, and I'll give you my thoughts here. This gentleman, this person, is asking about annuities that are not sponsored by the federal government, right? I'm going to talk about annuities in general, okay? Now, annuities can be a very, very helpful tool in retirement, okay? But for federal employees, you already have a couple of annuities. And let me tell you why. You have Social Security, which is an annuity, which pays you a fixed payment for the rest of your life, right? That's, that's an annuity, right? You may not call it that, but that's, that's basically what it is. You paid it for, to the system for a long time, and that's what it is. Next, you have your pension which is, another word for it, is your annuity. Where you retire, you get a fixed paycheck for the rest of your life. Now, these annuities, these fixed payments are super valuable because they, they provide a foundation of retirement income that is not gonna bounce around in retirement, which is very, very good to have. Now, you do want that foundation, but you also want another piece to your retirement income, which is your investment income. Meaning, if inflation goes crazy, if interest rates go crazy, you want a portion of your income to be tied to that. So that if inflation goes up, well, investments are going to go up too. And if interest rates go up, well, returns on investments go up too. So you want investments that will grow with that as well. Because let's say your pension is fixed and your Social Security is pretty fixed. If the outside world goes crazy, you want something to kind of go crazy with it, to grow with it. And that's what investments do. That's what your TSP does. That is why for many federal employees, it does not make sense to buy another annuity with your TSP money. While it's not necessarily a terrible idea, well, so sometimes it is, you have to know why you are taking that annuity. And for many people, they just don't want to take any risk at all. And risk is not bad inherently. When you take a little risk, you have to know what you're doing and with the TSP, that means investing in things that might bounce, about, might bounce around, the C fund, the S fund, things that might bounce around. And yes, there is risk in the short term, risk in the short term, but long term, you are investing in companies and, and the US economy is basically what you're investing in, right? So there's risk there, yes, but there's also risk of not getting the growth that you need over time. And annuities just don't grow much over time. The fixed interest rate, the fixed growth they do offer is typically very, very low, especially now when interest rates are very, very low. So you don't wanna lock in a very low rate of return for the rest of your retirement, right? At least not with all of your money. I'd be very, very careful. Is it, that is my summary for annuities. I would be very, very hesitant. Annuities are not all bad and sometimes they are, are appropriate. But in my experience for federal employees who have typically a lot of fixed income, annuities do not make sense. They do not make sense for you in your situation. Now, I'm not you, I don't know your entire situation, so definitely do some research so you figure out what makes sense for you. So, those are the two questions slash comments for this week. If you have any questions or good stories that you think would be helpful for the community, reach out in the comments below, and I will definitely try to share as much as I possibly can. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.